Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of the Think It Through podcast. Podcast that states there is no truth until you decide what truth is, and we're here to help you think it through. And on today's podcast, um, I conduct my first interview, and really, it's just a conversation uh, between me and my friend, my good friend. Anthony Martin, better known as the Italian, the political Italian. And he is going to share with you some thoughts on the outcome of this ongoing election, what we can be uh, looking out for, some of the key players, and protecting our rights um, while we're voting and looking at voter fraud and things of that nature. Now, understand. This platform is ours to share, and it is an open forum. The way that the political Italian talks or speaks or topics that we discuss is not necessarily my own view, unless I say that I agree with a piece or part of a statement. But just know that I'm going to bring people on here who are controversial. You don't have to agree. Our forum is based in an open setting, meaning that I allow for all types of people to come and express their truth. Because like I said before, there is no truth until you decide what truth is. And we're here to help you think it through. So today's interview that you're going to listen to that I pre-recorded for you all is just that. There's going to be some hot button um topics that we went through he gives you references of where you can go to look up certain things so that you don't think that he's just making these things up or that he's coming to us without receipt so with that in mind stick around and let's think it through have everything set up here and I'm gonna um allow you to speak for yourself um Anthony tell everybody um your background and a little bit of of your background and how you became to be a Republican well like I said um I, I, I mean I I pretty much I pretty much, well, first off, I'll say this, um, you know, people, people call me the political Italian. I actually have predicted, I actually predicted everything that based off of my track record in reference of supporting Trump since age 12, uh, he was my hero in business. I've supported every, um, I actually have predicted every single thing that he would do correctly. The only thing that did not come to fruition was them to swap out uh, and run with Hillary Clinton uh, uh, th- this election. Um, that that is the only thing I, I actually have had to record um, as a loss um, when it comes to uh, uh, predictions. 
But in regards to me being Republican, I mean, my, my parents were Republican. And of course, of course, you know, they would go ahead and tout, you know, the Ronald Reagan uh, and whatnot. But ever since ever since Obama got into office and I actually started looking into things and I traced it all the way back to uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, I'm starting to see that the word Republican really doesn't mean anything uh, anymore. And I will explain uh, more about that uh, as we uh, go into uh, your segment today. Okay, thank you for that. Um, Seeing as though the election night has come and passed, what are the key things that people should be on the lookout for now? given that the swing states, most of them have not been called yet. The things that people should pay attention to should be the following. They should, they should be paying attention to any riots that go ahead and break out. They should pay attention to the Supreme Court. They should pay attention to any court battles that are that are thrown out uh, from these uh, swing states uh, that have not been counted yet, um, because all of it, um, all of it's connected. Okay. Now we and you were talking yesterday, off the record, and I had mentioned to you because of something that you had told me that the election is not yet over, and in fact, it actually has just begun because. Um, election night is just for the choosing of your state representatives of Congress, but not necessarily the president, given that the Constitution says that Congress chooses the president and they go ahead and make their decision come December. Could you go into a little bit of why that is true, that the election actually has just started now? Now that the official election night is over, I'd be happy to. And the reason why, and the reason how this is how this is actually done, it, it it's based it's based on the electoral college. The problem is that the powers, I guess you could say, you know, whether you want to call it Democrats, the powers that be, progressives, whatever. They they have a hard time understanding how this all works. Anyone that does not believe that this is all a show, and I and as and as you've seen that I would constantly tweet on my Twitter account at political Ital, you would see that I've constantly said over and over again, you know, um, enjoy the show and watch it unfold. That's literally what we're watching. Now, most people don't have a clue as to how this is all possible in reference of what she just asked me. But this is all tied in. If people look into the the Operation Mockingbird, Operation Mockingbird was specifically designed for media to basically do the bidding of the powers that be that control this system that we're in, which is technically called the Federal Reserve. And because of this, you have the far people with 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 far 
progressive left-wing ideology, you have MSNBC and CNN. And then on the far right wing, you have Fox News, okay? Well, the problem is that when the same corporations own all of these same media outlets, and now you're starting to see that Fox News has never been conservative. It has always been liberal, and now it's no longer about the money. It's about the agenda. When you find out it's nothing more than the same ass cheek, it's, it's, nothing more than the, it's nothing more than the other ass cheek on the butt because it's controlled by the same corporation. So all they're doing, literally, is just giving you the other side of a talking point. And so not only that, if you look back into the ADAA bill, National Defense Authorization Act, that Obama signed, you will go ahead and see that there was a provision that was hidden in that bill that basically stated that all forms of media, New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, etc., now it is illegal to lie to you, and everything now that you see is nothing more than entertainment. Now, People would go ahead and say, "Oh, you know, Anthony, you know, you, you know, you know that that's you know, you know uh, that sounds all that, that that that's real that's real rich here." But the thing is, is that when you see channels from YouTube, independent journalists, Alex Jones, etc., alike, Infowars, all of these different places being banned, you see so the social media, uh, uh, the technocracy, and Silicon Valley up in high gear and censoring and banning and deleting YouTube channels left and right, right? If this is all a crazy conspiracy theory, I ask you, why is all of that happening? And finally, because of the fact the Electoral College, according to the Constitution, and not the media, is the one that decides who becomes president of the United States. Because that does not happen until the 15th of December, this is truly and is all the show. Enjoy the ride. Okay. Now, I'll take it a step further. When you say national... Defense Authorization Act. What was that supposed to entail? Was it just for defense? Was it for like what areas did that act supposed to cover? And if there's anything that it wasn't, like why are why is the media getting away with it now? Okay. Well, the thing is, is that the National Defense Authorization Act, they hid a lot of different things into this bill. The thing that people need to understand is the reason why Congress is so corrupt overall, regardless of which party you want to choose, 
Before we go into that, let me go ahead and give a really quick analogy of what I mean by the same ass cheek on the butt, because it's very, very important that people grasp this concept, okay? Because regardless of your listeners, I don't care what party you represent. I just want people to understand how all of us collectively as Americans are being hosed left and right, okay? And that's why I say this is all a show. The Republican Party and the Democrat Party are two parties. But yet, but yet a bird has two arms, I mean, a bird has two wings, okay? So the Republican Party and the Democrat Party have an establishment. They're in both parties. They don't listen to the people, right? Because if they listen to the people, Bernie Sanders actually would have been running against Trump and not Joe Biden. And I agree. Just like, just like last time. Okay? So for your listeners out here, this, this two-party system of tyranny, as I call it, it's nothing more than two, a bird with one party on each wing. It's the same bird. It's just the other wing. Now, let me get back into the NDA. So the thing is, is that the reason why we have these issues when it comes to these things that I'm talking about, because they like to hide things in the bills, the reason why Congress never gets a chance to read the bill is because they put all of this stuff in here and then they go ahead and they actually... Um, you know, then the stuff automatically gets activated. Now, for anyone that says that the, what I'm stating is not true, you can go to the Library of Congress through Google, any search engine you choose, and you can actually see every single bill and read every single page if that's what you choose to do to spend your time to go ahead and find these things. Have I actually done a lot of this? I have, which is how I've been able to educate myself and tell your viewers exactly what's really going on here. But the original, the, the original National Defense Authorization Act, because there's been several amendments to it, um, but because of the fact that Obama was actually the, was supposedly the first national, the first uh, uh, African-American president, which is actually not true at all. Uh, that's just what the media wants, wanted to go ahead and portray. Um, the, the actual, during that time, what he, what he did, and Republicans and Democrats are both guilty, because the president doesn't have the ability to make law. He only has the ability to enforce the law. But when you have both sides of the aisle going ahead and going against their constituents, the American people, then it's like you can't just now just blame the president for this. Now, the other thing that I that I want to that I want to I'll circle back to this, but this is all really important. And like I said, you know, any clarifications you might need because I am jumping around here, but this is all really, really important stuff, and it all ties into what we're seeing play out in front of us. Um, and, you know, I'll answer any other questions that you have about this once I, once I finish. But the thing that people need to understand is how all this is even possible. Now, 
most people don't realize that in early 2000s, I don't remember, it was either in the Bush or the Clinton administration, Congress took away line item veto to the president. And the reason why that's so important is because the president used to have the legal authority to strike anything out of the bill that he did not approve of and then either pass it and then, and then, and then send it back to Congress and see if it'll pass that way. Um, or, or he would just reject the bill in its entirety and make it go back to Congress. Now the only, the only options we have is two choices. He can either vote for the bill in its entirety or he can have the entire bill thrown out unless there is a two-thirds veto majority in in the Congress um, in both houses that would allow that would allow people to go ahead and override the president's veto. Now let's go back to the NDAA. The original National Defense Authorization Act was specifically designed to imprison U.S. citizens without a trial or jury and waived their right to a lawyer. This is what the National Defense Authorization Act gave President Obama the power to do because he was the one that originally signed that into law and then you have Democrats and Republicans, traitors on both sides of the aisle that went along with that, voted for that, and that's how Obama was able to get it passed in the first place. And finally, and finally, uh, the last thing I want to go ahead and cover um, before um, before I finish um, my my uh, my complete thoughts on this is the first the first African American president of the United uh, uh, African-American president um, of the country was not Barack Obama. The actual person that actually was the first black president, the gentleman's name, the, the gentleman's name was one, one moment. I just want, I just want to double, double, double check my, uh, my history here. The gentleman's name was actually John Hanson and not Barack Obama. He was the first black president. Correct. We had eight of them prior to to uh, Barack Obama. And if my history serves me correct, this was before uh, the, what was it, the battle of uh, the American Revolution with uh, George Washington? That's correct. And then we went under a different law. So we had nine official black presidents with Obama being number nine. But don't you find it very interesting that the that the media after the Operation Mockingbird um, um, was um, was actually done that operation that was actually it was actually you know federal government operation. Don't you find that very interesting that the media is actually trying to portray that Obama was the first was the first black president and it's it's totally not true? Don't you find that interesting? Uh, yes, I said this in prior episodes of my podcast, uh, which we're listening to now. Think it through. 
Um, I've stated several on several occasions that what you're seeing now is yellow journalism. Yellow journalism came about in the 50s, and then the 70s you had the passage of Operation Mockingbird, where this is basically propaganda and a little uh, misinformation all mixed in with social engineering. So they want to socially engineer a construct that the news is just as equally powerful as the Constitution and its uh, representatives, which me and you know that that's not the case, that the government is supposed to be separate from the media. But the media in the last 30 years seem to think that they have equal footing. I could could not uh, agree with you more. Um, And this is... And like I said, this is why it just doesn't seem to matter, you know, regardless which party operates or holds Congress, nothing seems to change. So I have a uh, question. Go ahead. Where do you think, now I have my own conclusions that I might draw but where do you say that the schism split between um, Republicans and Democrats? Because from what you're saying, it's just all a, a big poppycock of confusion. They say that they are pledge uh, allegiance to a certain party, but you're saying that the corruption is so bad that they're all corrupt in some some form or manner to a lesser degree than. Uh, more or less a degree than others but nonetheless they have all become corrupt and I think that time in office might play a part but what do you think well let me let me go ahead and use an actual analogy that people could actually find themselves um if people actually look into the the coronavirus act i think it was like 800 pages and again all of this is at the library of congress if you look into it you will see that before the one that passed in its entirety in march if you look at that and look at all the ones because what you what people don't understand is every single bill that gets introduced, whether it becomes law or not, is a public record in the United States. And so if you look into that, you will find that the, that the House introduced by a Democrat a digital currency. And the only reason why it didn't pass was about 10% of the Senate that I would have to say is not corrupted has kept us from going to a full-blown digital currency. Now, if you want me to go ahead and talk about what the ramifications for that are um, later on in this podcast, I'd be happy to. But it's important because of the fact is, is that almost became law. And because of the fact that 10% of, of the Senate was able to get that voted down, they were able to strip it out in the Senate and send it back over to Congress. Otherwise, we would all we would have the digital currency come into effect in January of 2021 when the new Congress comes in 
um, uh, into office. Now, the thing is, is that we have a lot of misinformation out here right now that states that this is going to happen um, January 1st. Well, it can't because the bill was only introduced. It was never passed. And so back to the both sides of the Congress uh, question. Because, because, like I said, I kind of wanted to kind of give an analogy or whatever and whatnot of, of kind of, you know, you know, what's been going on back and forth with both sides. So here's what everybody needs to understand. Everything that is happening in this country, for the most part, is a public record. If people would go to OpenSecrets.org, OpenSecrets.org will actually allow you and give you the freedom to type in any organization, any individual, any company, any congressman, uh, uh, any, any committee, and find out who the heck donated to who. And when people start seeing that people like an internationalist, like George Soros, which is a large billionaire who basically bases, he, he hides under the term philanthropy, who basically funds 176 organizations on the Democrat side, but also funds several Republicans individually when people actually start seeing this and i'm talking things like moveon.org and a lot of these protests that people on the far left believe in and there's nothing wrong with this the problem is is that people like george soros actually hijacked the black lives matter movement which is how a lot of it has gotten to become so violent because people are being paid 20 to $30 an hour to go ahead and protest. And for people to tell me that that's not true, you could actually go ahead and you actually see that, that people have actually captured screenshots of, of um, Craigslist posts and actual flyers to actually show that people are being paid to to actually uh, protest, but of course turns into rioting at the end of the day. So when so you look at open... big money is where the schism happens. Oh, I mean it is because of the fact is is when you look at OpenSecrets.org and you see these same organizations that are basically funding not only Democrat candidates, also refunding Republican candidates, I'll just go ahead and use the phrase that Hillary Clinton did about her emails. What difference at what difference does it really make at this point? But that that is how we have gotten here and how we continue to have in a controlled establishment in both parties that do not do the bidding of the people, which is why we need real term limits. And term limits is not okay, well, we're going to vote for you every two years, every six years. That's nothing more than a facade because the majority of the voting is controlled and it's done by how much money can we put behind a candidate to be able to get them into office. And also, if you look at a gentleman by the name of Kip Simpson, you will see that people across the United States, majority of them Democrats, 
of former and current local officials have been indicted for the last tw- over 12 the last 12 months or longer for voter fraud at the local level and only the local news media and local news publications are picking this up I saw that too that there is a lot of stories out here as it pertains to corruption that the big news your your Fox your MSNBC your ABC they're not picking it up but the local news they are they are covering it but it doesn't gain any traction into the dominant society that is that is correct and and like i said it's because i'll use i'll use the quote that mika brzezinski uh has and this is just how blatant the people out here that control these people are Mika Brzezinski, you can find on YouTube where she literally says on camera, you can hear it as clear as day, there's no static or anything, when she says and looks directly at the camera and she says it is our job to tell you how to think and how to feel. That's our job. Social engineering. That is correct. Yes. But the thing is, is when people say the things that we're talking about, it's an absolute crazy conspiracy theory. You actually have on a hot. You actually have directly on on a hot mic, Mizika Mizika going ahead and saying, Mika Brzezinski going ahead and stating, it is it is our job, it is our job to tell you how to think and how to feel. I mean, it's right there. So for people to go ahead and say that this is not true, and you guys are just hating and you know, you're hateful and all these other things, you need people need to go watch that clip. Because everything that I'm talking about today is nothing more than facts. It has nothing to do with feelings or opinions or how I feel or my opinion about how I feel about a current congressman or a current senator or uh, or the current president that occupies the White House right now. Everything is based on nothing more than facts, not feelings, emotions, and propaganda. Okay, now, since you take it there, um, could you get into the, uh, I'm going to give you some names, and I want you to paint a picture, the the pros and the cons. And let's start with the notion of Barack Obama. What are some things that he got right? What are some things he got wrong? And how does he play a part into what's going on now? Well, this is probably this is probably something that um, <laughs> your viewers aren't going to like, but but here but here it goes. Um, the the things that Barack Obama did right versus what he did wrong, I if you look at everything that he did, if people, I encourage everyone before I get into that. I encourage everyone to go ahead and look at hidden meaning. So when words are used, they have code or hidden meaning. And I'll exp- and I'll, I'll prove that here in just a few moments. But if people look at dreams of my father, 
by Barack Obama, if any one of your listeners actually reads or has read that book, Barack Obama told you exactly what he was going to do before he ever won the presidency. And he did exactly what he said he would do. So when he said he would destroy this country by using the word transformation, that's exactly what he did. When he said he was going uh, he was going to bring change to America, he sure did. Now, the thing is, is that people will go ahead and use the counter-argument with me that, well, we didn't have this type of, we didn't have this type of, um, of upset in problems when Obama was in office. And my response is, that's because the two, the two parties were working together to destroy the country. Now, we have we have a lot of people that, you know, that, you know, that I've talked to people that, you know, are just dead set that Trump is is is, is one of them. They're working together, you know, him and Obama are buddies and this and that. The question I have for people is when is the last time you've seen his their own party literally go to war to the extreme that they have with Trump. And that's where I kind of want your, your 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 listeners to really pay attention here because the only thing that Obama really did in my opinion that was actually worth something was he went ahead and got some of the, uh, using, he got a credit card rule passed so credit card companies didn't have the free reign to completely, like, you know, screw people over. But the thing that I can state is that he did nothing for black people. He did not, he just used them as pawns and even his own state, of, his own city of Chicago states that he's a disgrace to the community and they went ahead and voted for him you will see that he did not pass a bill to fund black colleges he did not pass a bill to institute criminal justice reform so what i find interesting is when people come to me with these arguments about you know, you know, Obama did this and Obama did this and Obama did that. Obama did literally absolutely nothing. And I've seen Trump just literally, literally uh, destroy the, the, the type of, of things that he did to the, um, uh, to the country. Also, uh, Obama outsourced millions of our jobs overseas factories were absolutely decimated and all I've seen this president do is bring them back so the thing is is that when when you have and I'll say this too I used to believe that we used to have I used to believe stupidly stupidly I used to believe that we had free and fair elections I used to believe that we really had two different parties Right, but I have went all the way back 
to Ronald Reagan. And ever since, no, I haven't gone past there. I can only speak on up to, up to Reagan, back to Reagan. But what I find interesting is that because of the fact I had seen more arrests involving human and child trafficking with this president than any other president I have ever seen in my entire lifetime. And I'm in, you know, I'm in my 30s. The fact that I can trace some type of pedophilia back to every single president except Trump, I would have to say that, 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 that that's quite something. So until someone can actually give me evidence that I have not seen, the fact of what Trump has done for black people versus what Obama has done for black people, um, it doesn't even it doesn't even compare. And I believe Obama was nothing more than a pawn by the elite to be able to create the illusion that Obama was going to make things better just because of the color of his skin, and it was an absolute facade and a fraud. And if you read Dreams of My Father by Barack Obama, he admits it in his own book. Um, but the reason I mention this child and human trafficking is this is a massive, major problem. It has been massively and majorly exposed since Trump has been president. And the thing is, is that this is one of the reasons why we have the corruption that we do inside our Congress. Because what you have to understand is, is in order for these white collar, I'm sorry, in order for these black collar crimes to be committed, I understand that this is a very sensitive and a very uncomfortable subject that people do not like to talk about. Pizzagate is real. Now, I can actually give you the actual proof of that being real versus talking about what the mainstream media wants to deploy uh, uh, as a uh, as a uh, as a, um, a psyop slash uh, it, it, it's all it's all fake. But but the fact is, is that this is how people in, in Congress have gotten so cozy in reference of why, regardless which party's in office, it just doesn't seem to matter. And until someone can actually give me evidence other than a court case that never went anywhere, AKA Jane Doe, and then she came out publicly and admit that Gloria Allred, who was a big attorney uh, for the DNC, actually paid that woman to lie about the president because I don't care if people like the president personally or don't. There's a lot of things that he has said that have upset a lot of people. But if you look at his actions versus what he actually might have said versus how the media went ahead and ran with it because he's not politically correct, um, I, you know, if you want, if you want to, if you want to, do you want to say that he's not presidential because of the things that he says? Okay, but if you want to say, if you want to go ahead, if you want to go ahead and tell me 
or whatever and whatnot, you know, you know, who did more for the country? I mean, I mean, Trump, Trump wins that hands down uh, only because we, we, we now have a comparison of, of what we can actually compare it to, not what the media wants to go ahead and claim um, uh, who the, um, you know, who actually who actually did more. Because I've actually done all this research. Because again, all of my everything I'm stating is based off of is is based off of you know actual research by looking into public record, not listening to a fake news media or a fake news publication. Okay, now let's talk about um, let's talk about Kamala. Now, what role does she play in? And what's going on now, being as though she's a new kid on the block, not in the sense that she's new per se, but she's new to the national attention. Um, well, let me let me let me say one other thing before I get into that. If people actually look into it, people will actually find out that when Barack Obama was actually there in the White House as part of the the NDAA amendment, hundreds of millions of dollars went to these fact-checking websites. They went ahead and went to, um, you know, the news media and this and that. So you actually had the White House at the time funding these organizations using our taxpayer dollars, which is how these agencies or i'm sorry news media outlets and publications have so much influence on what people think and feel now let me get back to kamala so the history behind kamala is is she she indicted or locked up more african americans than any other attorney general uh in california history so she is also a facade in reference of that, you know, she would be, she would be the great, you know, first woman president ever because she has a record of indicting and locking up black people more than any other attorney general, which is, which, which should be disturbing to everyone that voted for them. Okay. Um, but in reference to, in reference to you know where I see this going, we have to look at the history behind Kamala. And so the thing is, is that if if Joe Biden wins the White House, I believe by 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 literally by literally by literally fraud, because with everything that's happening right now, <clears throat> you cannot tell me. Hundreds of thousands of votes come out of Joe Biden at 3 and 4 a.m., but none come for Trump. It's absurd. There's no mathematical way that this can happen. It's absolutely absurd. And there are videos of trucks coming in and delivering ballots. So that is how that is how desperate they are to keep Trump out of a second term. So. Kamala, in my opinion, is used for nothing more than than basically a smokescreen for Hillary Clinton to appear. 
Now, why does Hillary Clinton connect into this? Well, I'll tell you. Kamala's sister used to work for Hillary Clinton. They're really close. So, in the last election, the Clinton, the the DNC, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, the Clinton, yeah, the, 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 the DNC was nothing more than an extended arm to the Clinton Foundation. And so, when the Clinton Foundation was was taking in all this money, they were funding all the local chapters of the DNC. Now, she lost, and it was her turn to power, and people say that Trump was the accidental president. Well, the DNC was broke until the Clinton machine came on the scene. <laughs> Excuse me. And so, because of this, she, in my opinion, is still owed a presidency. Now, people will say that, Anthony, that's just, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. But here's something that we both, that, that, that we can actually prove. During Biden's campaign, we have not seen any big players that are families of the Federal Reserve. But we did during the Clinton um, uh, campaigning. We saw Linda DeRothschild doing $100,000 plate dinners for Hillary Clinton. Are we seeing, were we seeing that while Joe Biden was out there campaigning? No. Because Joe Biden is the Trojan horse. And it will look like that if they are able to win the White House by hook or crook through this fraud, I don't see it happening, but let's play devil's advocate and say that it does. If that happens, Hillary Clinton will be your president. Why? Because, because according to Article 2 of the Constitution, she is, Kamala is not eligible to be president of the United States. The fact that they were able to get Obama through using this fraudulent, fake birth certificate, and we actually have record of that because why? And I'm not talking about, you know, using things like right wing publications. I'm talking that, I'm talking that actual people that actually funded the birth certificate investigation using not only the Arizona Police Department, but also through the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that this birth certificate is a forgery. Which means that Barack Obama is ineligible to be president, which means that everything that he did is null and void, and which means that every single congressman and senator that Obama, that, that, that actually stood by and did nothing when Obama was in office, including Nancy Pelosi herself, that actually certified her birth, his birth certificate as legitimate, have all committed treason. And that That's is how... In Arizona now. That's right. And this, and this is why 
this is why they are doing this is why we can't seem to get not only a free and fair election why we can't seem to get people that the people actually want in these chairs in congress because all of this is connected now because hillary clinton is entitled because she has not been paid back for funding the dnc because kamala harris is not eligible to become president right right because of how the law works okay they have until the 16th of december to certify who the president is going to be now because of the fact that the election is already over in reference of they already went ahead and cast the ballot. We have public That's right. It's over. That's correct. The, the, the ballots can now be counted. And guess who is now a, 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 a member of the Electoral College? Hillary Clinton. Yes, I saw that. So the question we have to ask ourselves is why all of a sudden do you want to be a member of the Electoral College in the state of New York and actually have a say and vote for Joe? Wait, I mean, the thing that we have to ask ourselves is Hillary Clinton has constantly went after Trump through her Twitter account. But if you've noticed, Bill Clinton has, has hardly said a word. Well, he, we know that he laid. doesn't have a spine, so we know who wears the pants in that relationship. Well, it, well, it, well, there it goes, but they really don't have a relationship. They're just a Bonnie and Clyde. They're just a Bonnie and Clyde when it comes to committing crimes together. Right? Hillary Clinton's a lesbian, for Pete's sake. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it, 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 it's... Allegedly. It's, 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 it's absolutely, it's absolutely, it's absolutely absurd, but... Be that as it may, because of the fact that because of the fact that um, Kamala's sister used to work for Hillary Clinton, I know Hillary Clinton is the one pulling the strings behind the scenes and actually told Joe to pick her because she needs a way in. So all the DNC has to do. Even after, even after, quote unquote, Biden is declared, quote unquote, the victor, even if it gets that far, which I don't see it happening, and I'm sure you'll ask me about why here coming up. But because the votes do not have to be, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, certified, meaning is to, to state who your candidate was, they have until December the 15th. So the DNC can go ahead and have an emergency meeting. The chairman of the DNC, Tom Perez, can go ahead and call an emergency meeting. They can have 400 people present and take a vote. And even if Joe Biden is for, quote unquote, the presidency, and he somehow beats Trump, all of a sudden, Hillary Clinton can now become your president because they were the ones that went ahead and voted for her in the Electoral College. Because if you look at the rules and the laws of the DNC, as well as the laws when it comes to an election, 
because if it's all hook or crook, they vote for the party, not the candidate. And that is how you can have Hillary Clinton to be your president if Trump does not win and successfully win and and battle against this fraud. Joe Biden is not going to be president. He can barely put a sentence together. And what I stated in prior episodes of this podcast is that that debt still has to be paid and that she will be the de facto president whether she's in the front or in the back pulling strings um, you're correct he, he Joe did not look like in my opinion and body language is everything he did not want to run if you look at the last <laughs> I said a year before the year before last when people were asking him is he going to run is he going to run his heart wasn't there he said that he was still thinking about it and he was still thinking about it his age is up there and i'm not saying age as a end all be all factor but all of these people are old and it's not a matter of your age it's it's a matter of your vitality he doesn't he didn't look like and he damn sure doesn't look like now he is going to have the health to carry him through even one term so the fact that they pushed him uh, to be the nominee and whatnot, that says a lot to me because he does, like I said, I'm not for or against either candidate, whether it's Trump or Biden, and I've said that time and time again, but looking at the optics of it, Joe just did, he doesn't look like he wants to be president. If anything, they paired him with Kamala because she's younger and she checks off a lot of boxes for a lot of people. But he himself, he does not look like he wants to be president because his lackadaisical attitude thus far, even though he's trying to be stately and fair and count every vote, I understand that because I would say the same thing. But his energy just doesn't look like I really care to be president. If this was Obama and this was happening to him, he would be fired up. Remember he said fired up, ready to go. That's vitality. That's that fire. That's that spirit, that hunger of I want to be president. Joe doesn't give me that. And if they hand it to him, seeing as though now all of a sudden he's taking the lead, that's what they said in the last five hours, that he's taking the lead in Pennsylvania and Nevada, all of a sudden, he still doesn't. He doesn't do it for me. He's not. He's not pumped up and excited. He he's just not. And we haven't heard anything from Kamala. So you know that there's a lot of things at play. I've seen some people doing fishy things to ballots. I've seen voter intimidation mm-hmm. on both sides. Because my thing is this. Um, on this podcast, I try to be non-biased because that's that's how I am in life. But I've seen things from both parties and their constituents that let you know that something is afoot and is not from the candidates themselves. It's from their followers, people that follow them, and the people that are at the state level that is taking part 
and flat out fraud. And as I say that, what is the deal with Sharpie Gate? Okay, so the the Sharpie there has <laughs> in a place like Arizona, people were given um and apparently from what from what I'm understanding about this story is that it was only given to Republicans sharpies and to Democrats just regular pens and so the system would not count these ballots um and that was why the sharpies themselves were actually used because of the fact that it would bleed through the paper so people in Arizona have actually started protesting at these election offices to you know to demand hey we've been had no, um, that's not the uh, that I've seen on the news. Of course not, and you won't, and, and you and, and you won't. Um, but you know, of course, like right now, I and mean, you go ahead and you pull it up, and you've got CNN saying false rumors went viral, sparking outrage in a lawsuit, and then another one saying fact check sharpies do not ruin ballots in Arizona or Chicago, right? But the thing is, it says. You know, because this is coming from the media, right? They're saying officials say. Well, who are these officials, right? Right? Because now, because now it shows that the AG investigates or is now investigating whether Sharpies users users ballots were rejected in the battleground state. So, for these fact checkers to go ahead and come out and say these things. Right, the media is trying. Sorry, the media is trying to cover it up because when you look at one of the officials' Twitter uh, Twitter accounts, it says we have received hundreds of voter complaints regarding sharpies at polling locations. Accordingly, we sent this letter to where Maricopa County, and Maricopa County was Maricopa. Why is Maricopa County so? So, um, vital? Oh, because Maricopa County is the exact same county that actually did the Barack Obama birth certificate investigation using citizen dollars and not taxpayer dollars. And it says, let's get some answers to this. So now there is an investigation finding out if this really did happen and if ballots really weren't counted. And this has all been done within the last... 16, 17 hours or so. So, you know, for people to go ahead and say that, oh, you know, this doesn't really, you know, and this is coming from the Attorney General of Arizona, by the way. This is not some election official. This is coming from the Attorney General of Arizona. So, the thing is, is that, you know, for him to say that publicly on his Twitter account, I'd have to say that that's a pretty, that's pretty serious. I'd have to say that that's a, that's a pretty serious uh, uh, accusation uh, that he's looking into. Right. Now tell me a little bit about Mike Pence. Why is he quiet? I haven't heard one peep out of him. You know, that's a good question. And unfortunately, I really don't have a lot to say um, about Pence, only because I've looked at Pence as Pence is was basically, in my opinion, you know, if you look at it, he was a governor from Indiana, 
but he really, in my opinion, was picked by Trump to rally the uh, evangelical vote. Uh, I really have not seen him do a whole lot um, as vice president, uh, other than other than the debate that happened between him and Kamala, which I which I did not watch. Um, but 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 I do not. But I do not. Um, um, but I, I really don't have a whole lot to to say on it, just because of the fact is he's never really been. A, um, a significant, in my opinion, he has not played a significant role in Trump's administration other than him going ahead and um, basically uh, going ahead and campaigning and kind of being like a, uh, a cheerleader for Trump. But I really have not seen him do anything really of value uh, since he has been in the, uh, the White House. But I will say this, compared to Joe, at least he hasn't screwed anything up because I've caught Obama several times going ahead and literally running away whenever he would see Joe Biden because Joe Biden would always would always get him caught up with gas and it would make him look bad. So um, that's really all I have to say about Mike Pence. Uh, I really don't think there's anything that he's really done anything uh, significant um, once Trump actually took the White House uh, and other than what he has been doing for Trump to win his reelection. Other than that, I really haven't seen anything that uh, that um, uh, Pence has actually done. All right. Now, have you been keeping up with uh, Amy Con- uh, Barrett Conley? I think I said her name right. But Comey. The Supreme yes. Comey. Uh, what is her story and how does she come to get picked um well naturally i mean i mean as you know uh, as you uh, uh as you know uh this is this is um and as you know as pre- when, when a president has the ability to pick who they want to nominate and then of course the senate is the one that's supposed to make um to go ahead and actually vote uh on that um um appointee um the thing about coney barrett is that she she has solid conservative credentials that trump used to do two things and even though we have fake news going in and stating She's not going to do that. She's not going to do that. They're not going to hear this case, etc. Okay. When, when the left was threatening Trump, the left machine was basically stating, you know, if you go ahead and appoint uh, this person and have a vote before the election, we'll we'll um, we'll burn everything down. Remember that. Remember that was said, right? Well, as you've noticed, he did it anyway, and he got his way. So, be that as it may, the reason people look at this as, okay, Trump is wanting, I mean, let's not, let's not get it twisted, okay? If you look at it, there are 
there are a couple of ways that this can go. Now, you only have two parties, unfortunately, and the balance of power in the court is going to shift from conservative, more conservative leaning, or more liberal leaning because we have this stupid two-party system. However, because it can only go to either side, only one or two sides, one side or the other, Trump was the, has appointed three Supreme Court justices in, in his presidency in the first term. Now, the thing is, is that some people said they voted for Trump because of the Supreme Court. I've talked to several of them, okay? And the problem is that the Supreme Court justices have no terms, but yet the state ones do, and we have to have an election. Supreme Court does not have an election and that's a problem. This is one of the reasons why we continue to lose some of the cases that we do because of the fact that they do not follow the same standards as the regular judges. And in my opinion, that needs to change. But back to Barrett, Barrett, Barrett was designed was picked for two reasons. Because Trump had a conservative, a, a majority in the Senate, he chose her for two reasons. One, he chose her, in my opinion, to shift the court where they, where the conservative actually now has a majority now because it would now be at a five to four on the Supreme Court versus um, five to four on the Supreme Court. But the other reason he did it was because if, if this election goes to the Supreme Court because he just put Barrett on there and the Senate just got her through before the election, she will decide who gets the White House. Now, people say that's not going to happen. My response is keep watching. I definitely think that they put her there so that what we're experiencing now, should it go that far, that'll be Trump's uh, favor that he'll what? call in. Yep. Yeah. That. Yep. That's his. Yep. That's his wild card, and we can prove this because we can go back to the 2000 election of Bush and Gore, and that's and exactly where it that, went. That, I've also said that this is what it feels like all over again. And you are correct on that because that's exactly how I see this. That's exactly how I see this playing out. Um, there is one more bombshell that no one, no one is talking about that I think it's important that we address this. I have supported Trump from a business standpoint 
since since age 12. And the thing is, is if you look at this, it is much, much bigger. Let me rephrase that. It could potentially be much bigger than what anybody sees it as. Okay? You have, we have two choices. One side can go ahead and say, Trump just wants the win, right? But what if Trump wants more than just the win? Any thoughts? Uh, ask me that question again. Okay. All right. Because Trump is all about winning, right? Right? As everybody knows. The question is, is does Trump only want to get to 270 to win? Or does he want more than just to win? My thought would be he would just want to get to 270. It's not it's not a matter of let this be a true landslide and all of that because to me if I was president I wouldn't want all of this stress and drama just give me the 270 give me the presidency and let's continue on let's not keep on going back and forth and all of this other stuff now if it comes out that he did get more than 270 in these too close to call states then count that accordingly but if I don't have to fight no more and I'm at 270, then I'm not going to do that. But if there's more and he has 280 or 290 or whatever the final count will be, then count that and give that to him. That's, that's what, just if it was me. What would you say if I say it's much bigger than there's a much bigger play here? I'm going to oh, go. Okay. I'm gonna, Tell me why. I'm going to. I'm going to let you, I'm going to go ahead and give you a rough idea on, based off my opinion on how I know Trump thinks. Okay? And it's only because of how long I have followed him as a businessman, okay? Alright? Now, you got to follow me here because no one is talking about this anywhere. You won't find this on YouTube, a blog, nothing. Okay? Trump right now has the ability to finish off the Democrat Party indefinitely where they would never win another election if he chooses to. Do you find that interesting? Yes. Yes, I do. All right. Let me explain in vivid detail how that works. Now, am I stating that's what he wants to do? No. But I'm stating he has all the cards right now to totally do it if that's what he chooses to do. Now. This is where it gets this is where it gets extremely interesting because Trump is as you know Trump is a loose cannon but he knows exactly what he's doing so let's just say that that after because you have to you have to remember we are dealing with governors who have committed treason with some of the things that have happened in these states in regards to voting 
Okay? We're not even talking about the ones that Trump didn't even show at all that he was winning or didn't even didn't even have a prayer's chance in heck to win. Right? So the thing is is that if you look there was a times give me just give me just one second. There was a Times article that said quote Armed and Justice Department okay's use of armed agents at polling stations during vote counting. Now, people say that this is not legal. That's not true. If there is a certain reason why this needs to be done, and the Justice Department says okay, the president has the authority to do this if that's what he wants to do. Now, the difference is is that this has nothing to do with intimidation. This has to do with making sure votes are counted. If you look at a place like Michigan, Republicans were not even able to observe the vote counting. They shut them out and boarded stuff up. Okay, so here is what everyone is talking about. But let me show you what they're not talking about. The Justice Department has sent, has, and of course, you're not going to find this on, you know, fake news media, of course, or whatever and whatnot, you know, CNN and the rest of it. But the reason why I see this being extremely different and the reason why I see Trump taking a different path is because, understand, we don't know what the governors and Trump have actually discussed behind the scenes because as they say votes are still being counted which i think is a bunch of hogwash okay but let's just say let's just say that it's not a bunch of hogwash and let's say it's not a bunch of hogwash and let's say that um votes are being counted what i find interesting is that states that trump wasn't even on track to winning, federal agents have been deployed to these states to go count votes. So why, the question I have for you is, why would Trump send armed federal agents to other Democratic blue states that he wasn't even on track to win? I saw that too, and I <laughs> scratched my head about that. Okay, so okay, so let me explain what I believe he's doing. Because Trump is the type where, if I normally just want to win, but if you're going to make me work for that win, right? I'm going to get you. So Trump is all about winning, but Trump also. In my opinion, POTUS has also been the type where if you won't give me the win and I'm going to have to really, really work hard for it, I'm going to make it worth my while. I believe that Trump is going, if they do not give him this win that he is entitled to, 
based off of what we saw when the steal was done between 3 and 4 a.m. We have seen Democrat poll workers state they've thrown ballots away for Trump in the trash. We have seen on camera showing poll workers filling out ballots in Pennsylvania. We have seen people on social media saying, hey, you know, I took, uh, I took, uh, I took one for the team and I, I grabbed a bunch of Trump ballots and threw it in the trash. Now, here is what no one is talking about. Trump did a sting and the Democrats and the establishment in both parties walked right into it. He, he has a tracer on every last one of those ballots. I'm watching something about that now. I'll see and he has used he has used blockchain encryption technology to be able to track those ballots. So because he has done this sting and he has planned this sting for quite some time, this has way more to do with Trump than just getting to 270 and winning. I believe, in my opinion, that he is going to completely destroy the Democrat Party to the point where the Democrats will never win another election again if that was the purpose of his sting. That's and a bold statement. And I believe, because they were sent to places like Virginia... I think that's his plan, is to completely decimate the party once and for all, to go ahead and actually show what really has been going on for decades and decades and decades in states that he wasn't even on track to win, to go ahead and see what those results actually are. Okay. Now, I'll give you... uh your closing thought what do you perceive that we will have a president by December or is this going to drag out into the spring I'm only asking you because there's a group of people that believe that once the counting is done the count will be done by December and then there's a small group of people that say no this is going to drag out and this is going to take time because of all of these allegations and the fact that every allegation deserves the right to be investigated. So if all of these inconsistencies in blue states and red states continue to pop up, there's no way in hell, being that we're trying to be fair, there's no way that you can dismiss certain allegations so what do you feel there's going to be a president before the end of 2020 or is this going to play out into the spring of 2021 because because armed federal agents are now doing the counting this will not take that long this will okay. not take that long if armed agents were not were, were not doing the counting coming from the justice department if the states actually were doing it, that would be different. But because of the allegations that have been sent in, 
And the fact that federal agents, armed federal agents, are now there with these governors, with these election officials, and are now doing the counting. Now, people come back and they tell me, oh, well, that's not legal or whatever and whatnot. My response is, I'd like, I'd like to see a state, I'd like to see a state governor in a blue state have the balls to jail a U.S. Marshal. It's not going to happen. But you can think that if you want. But it's not going to happen. So because of the fact that Trump has went to this extreme, he is not going to allow this to drag out. Now, people can say this is intimidation all they want, right? Well, that's what the Supreme Court is for to decide. And I know that the reason why this is being done is for two things. It will, in my opinion... Destroy. It just depends on what level it is allowed to be exposed. Because I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna sit here and play favorites, right? Just because of the fact or whatever and whatnot that I that I will I look at more things that Republicans do versus the Democrats do, and because I vote on the Republican side. Just because, even though I'm an independent or whatever and whatnot, doesn't mean doesn't mean that the Republican Party also hasn't committed voter and election fraud. See, everybody talks about this voter fraud, okay? We need to stop talking about the voter fraud, and we need to start talking about the election fraud, because the officials that are allowing this and certifying this, that is where the problem is. The problem is not okay some people were voting people voted six times dead people were voting okay that's a problem but when you have election officials that go along with this and that are certifying the oath under penalty of perjury this is where the problem is is, is the, where the biggest problem is and the fact that trump has sent federal agents in while everyone is being distracted with certain states that he's winning uh, or he was winning and now he's not winning and now there's lawsuits that are filed and we're still counting and all of these other things. I believe because of the fact that he has sent armed agents through the Justice Department that was okayed by A.G. Barr to other states. And because he filed the lawsuits the morning of after the election, lets me know a few things. POTUS is not playing games. POTUS wants to, wants to end this as soon as possible. He is not going to tolerate this dragging out that long. And he wants to be president by January. And Okay. And, and I, I believe we're probably going to know way before January 20th. Because, okay. because, because this is my final, this is my final piece that I want everybody to, to think about, right? The fact that Trump has sent armed agents to these other states, this is the evidence that he can put in front of the Supreme Court when it comes time for that battle. 
because I guarantee you this is going to the Supreme Court and Trump is going to use that evidence against the Biden campaign. And that is how he will win the presidency for a second term. And depending how far they allow this to be exposed, senators and congressmen could also start winning those races that were declared that they lost. People oh, like wow. Kim, people like Kim Kalak of Maryland, that yeah. African American woman that lost that that lost to that special election and got that great big blowout, right? Yeah, and even I, uh, Angela Staten King down in Georgia. That is correct. That is what I meant by I got a bombshell. That's what I meant by I got a bombshell to let you know that see she soon could be returning to power. And now why does this connect? Because these senators or congressmen were ahead as long as Trump was ahead. And as soon as Trump started losing in these areas and started falling behind, so did their senator and congressman. This oh, is why okay. I think that Miss King can return back to power. This is why I believe that this is highly plausible because he is going into states that he's not even suing. He's going in the back door with this sting. And from what I'm understanding, no one saw this coming. Um, a gentleman by the name of Steve Pachinik, um, who actually used to work for the Justice Department, has come out now and talked about this publicly. He has admitted he was not a part of and does not work for the Trump campaign directly, even though I am not for or support InfoWars by any means. Um, but Steve Pachenik recently went on there and gave his story to them. And because he used to work for the Justice Department, as well as what his credentials are, I don't believe he's lying. Otherwise, we wouldn't see, because think about this, right? Since you've been alive, when's the last time you've seen armed federal agents going to polling locations to count votes? That didn't yeah, happen never. during the Bush and Gore. That didn't happen during the Bush and Gore count, as far as I know. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. Exactly. And so that's why I said that depending on how much is allowed to be exposed, because if you look at it, look at, okay, this is a business deal, okay? So look at it from Democrats' perspective, okay? I personally believe that voter fraud has been going on in these deep blue states for decades and decades and decades. Okay? Now that's just my opinion. Okay? I can't prove this. But if armed agents are in these states with these governors, with these election officials, counting these votes, and that's what, that's what the DOJ finds, and then it goes to the Supreme Court, right? What happens? I, I, I I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and play both sides of the coin here, right? What happens to the Democrat Party? 
it's decimated and it will never win another election because no one will trust them with their vote once the, if, if this is exposed. So from a Democrat governor's perspective in these states, it would make more sense for them to say, okay, we don't want this exposed, Trump. We're going to give you the win. But if they don't want to give him the win, like, oh, no, we'll let this go all the way to the Supreme Court. Well, now he's got Amy Coney Barrett waiting and, uh, uh, you, know, you know, sitting there waiting in the wings to be the deciding vote to give Trump the White House. Now, let's go ahead and let's say the Democrats, you know, really decide to, to, to really get smart and play hardball. Let's say they say, and they come back and these governors say, well, you know, you went ahead, you always talk about stuff being fair, and you're only investigating blue states. That, that ain't fair. You need to investigate the red states that you want. Trump might come back and say, you know what, you're right. Let's open all 50 states and let's send agents to all 50 states and let's count every single vote. Let's count every single ballot. Let's count every single signature and every single name to make sure everything matches. I still agree with you. Let's do that. And who knows? Maybe that's why Trump did what he did, and that's what he's waiting for, so he could burn down the establishment in both parties. Now, let's be clear. Let's say that's what actually happens in today's day and age, okay? And let's say that voter fraud is discovered by, by people in these, in these other states, right? If Mitch McConnell were to vanish and disappear because of this potential voter fraud and election fraud, I'm not going to be upset about that. Because we are finally draining the swamp in both parties. And if he really truly wants to do that, he now has that opportunity. I'll leave it there. All right. Thank you. You're more than welcome to come back. I'm going to go ahead and give my final thoughts as I, after I upload and don't be a stranger or you're not a stranger. All right. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. All righty. Bye-bye. So now that you guys have heard the interview or conversation that we had, how do you feel now that November 3rd has came and left us? How do you feel? Do you feel that there is voter fraud in both parties happening or election fraud, I should say? Do you feel that the count will wrap itself up and we will have a decisive winter before December or into spring. I know that the political Italian says that for the most part, we're going to see a president be retained here in 2020. I do not know. I am watching the tea leaves and I'm watching both mainstream and alternative news sources so that I can 
give you guys a full thought process as this this never-ending election cycle carries on now one thing that is a fact and not truth one thing is a that's a fact and not truth is that the election that we participated in if you did vote and you are a registered voter november 3rd is for you as a voter to elect a representative from your state that's what the house of representatives and senate represents that's what your vote was for your vote necessarily was not for president and i'm sorry that no one has ever broken it down to you but that is the absolute fact your vote on election day was primarily a counting of your congress in both houses that's what it was for once midnight of the following wednesday that wednesday that is when the official count begins all of these projections and stuff like that that in itself is unconstitutional by default because you don't have a clear enough count an official count that can be corroborated with the secretary of state those are projections by media outlets that is not coming from an official governmental source that's where we as a people have gone wrong because we are watching a script and believing it the media and the government are two different things no matter how hard they are blurring the lines just because the associated press and washington times or the post and all that don't have anything to do with your secretary of state your attorney general's office and your city council don't have nothing to do with that or your your governor's office the constitution states that you are electing congress and that your congress who is sitting there now those are the people who get to cast a ballot for who they say they would like to see as president and vice president because the uh discontent and disconnect is so thick and so heavy you might very well have a contested election meaning that we will be at a deadlock in the electoral college not a deadlock in the popular vote no matter how much the media tried to put these two together the popular vote and the electoral college is two different things the electoral college which is your congress for the most part are the people who are deciding the fate of your country understand that so please don't hype yourself up into what they're telling you on cnn and msn because they don't know you won't know anything until the state secretary of your uh, secretary of state in your state and your governor's office 
let you know that there's been an official count in all 50 states and its territories. And also, come December 14th, that is when the Electoral College is to convene and cast their vote. So we're far from over. The real election is taking place now. It did not happen on Tuesday. Because people are waking up like you and me and other people, they can't go along with the script. Because if we go along with the script, a lot of people want, in the mainstream media, they want you to believe that Biden is the winner, even though we are not done with the official count. The mainstream media is very liberal. And even that is unconstitutional because your media or your press, they're supposed to be non-biased as well. They cannot, they should not project their 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 journalism onto you journalism is supposed to be nonpartisan. but as you can see with everything around you with the censorship and what you can and cannot say they're persuading you to only see the news as it's happening in one way in which they are the they are the architects of what you're seeing so think for yourself think higher and think things through